Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find the website at uh, mainlyplants.com or on social media at mainlyplants, and you can contact me through all those places. Um, okay, so uh, if I'm not sure if you guys follow me on Twitter. If not, then you should. Um, if you do and you check it, then you'll know that I had had a little exchange with uh, Vinny Tortorich uh, earlier last week. And I, again, I apologize for this podcast being late. Um, there was a bunch of construction being done here, and it was just impossible for me to record a podcast without constant banging and drilling and sawing and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's a few days late, but uh, here it is. So uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I have a problem with Vinny. Um, and it's not, you know, Vinny, he, uh, let me explain who he is first. So he is, he is a, a celebrity trainer, right? And he's kind of like the, the go-to man in Hollywood, uh, for the stars, uh, for fitness training. He has his own podcast, uh, it's called Fitness Confidential. I don't know why I just plugged it, but, uh, if you want to hear to some lunacy, go check it out. And he, uh, He's on, the, the way that I heard about him is that he's on my favorite podcast, uh, aside from this one, the Adam Carolla Show. And Adam has, it on, has him on, uh, I'd say about once a week, once every other week, to talk about nutrition tips and, uh, and you know, what to eat, what not to eat. And over the course of, of listening to him, I, I, he, he irks me because, well, we'll get into it. So... Tarantino a little bit, back to what I started talking about. Uh, you know, I saw some of his posts on on Twitter, and he was talking about, uh, he actually had a plug for his podcast on there, and it was about uh, something, you know, he's not going to play by the man's rules, and he hates lying doctors. I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. So I listened to his podcast, and the first, I think his podcast was about an hour long. Um, the first 45 minutes or so was him ranting about um, you know, an argument or a fight that he got in with a radio show that he does and how he refuses to, to do the radio show anymore. Just angry nonsense, not having to do with nutrition or diet at all. Uh, and then the last little bit is he was talking about, um, gosh, the doctor who wrote How Not to Die, and his name ex- escapes me. He's the same doctor who runs nutritionfacts.org. Um, if you give me a second, I can look it up. It is... Uh, how not to die, Doctor Gregor, Michael Gregor, um, and you know Michael, Doctor Gregor, uh, along with other leading doctors in the field of plant-based diets, um, like Esselstyn, Doctor Esselstyn, and um, and uh, Colin Campbell, um, they 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 recommend a no oil diet. And what they mean by that is, you know, no jars of olive oil, sesame oil, uh, that kind of thing. They want you to get all your oil naturally from food. So when you eat olives, you get oil. Or when you eat avocado, you get oil. Um, and their problem is that even if, um, you know, you buy olive oil at the store and it's cold-pressed, extra virgin, you know, expensive olive oil, it's still somewhat processed. And because it's processed, it's it's not optimal for, for your body. Um I don't really pay much attention to it. I think that there's a lot of work to do in terms of people's diets uh, before we get that advanced. Um, it's kind of working 
you know, it's kind of working too small to big. I like to work big to small. So I like to push, you know, no meat, no dairy first, get the hang of that. And then we can, you know, talk about once you have that mastered for a while, we can talk about um, the more specific stuff. So, uh, and, and there is, you know, some evidence to back this up, but, um, you know, the, the female on, on Vinnie Tortoise's show was talking about, you know, how the doctor was recommending this. And then Vinny starts going off. And he starts talking about, he jumps into, into the movie Cowspiracy, which has nothing to do with what she's talking about. And he's talking about how, you know, vegans do this and vegans do that and they lie and how Cowspiracy, um, you know, how can, how can cow farts be what's causing global warming and how Cowspiracy's premise is bullshit. Um, but that's not what Cowspiracy is about. Cowspiracy is about how factory farming is the cause of global warming. It's not just cow farts, but it's the clearing of the rainforest for cattle farms. And when you clear the rainforest, you have that that much less to filter out CO2 out of the air. And then when you you know cut down the trees and burn the trees, they're releasing all that CO2 back into the atmosphere. So it's more than just cow farts. And it led me to, to think that, hey, maybe Vinny just kind of, you know, not even read the Cliffs Notes, just read a blurb about Cowspiracy, didn't even see it, and is now talking about it to on his podcast that thousands of people listen to. And, you know, so I, I mentioned him in a tweet, and I, uh, you know, fired a couple shots across his bow, and I said, you know, hey, Vinny, you know, I wonder if you've even seen Cowspiracy because your synopsis is way off base. And then I said, you know, I said, well, the, this is the same guy who recommends eating bacon, so... You know, not, not a whole lot to expect there. Um, and then uh, I was lucky enough to have him reply. He, and you can go back and read all this, but he, you know, didn't even answer the question. Just kind of took a little snarky jab at me, which was fine because it was funny um, because he didn't answer my question to him. Um, and then you can see some people mentioned me and um, no, nothing intelligent from his side came about it at all. Uh, we didn't have any kind of discussion. He didn't answer the question, like I said. Um, which is fine, but it leads me to believe that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, and getting into what he d doesn't know what he's talking about, I wanted to talk about Vinny Tortoise a little bit this week because I have I have a big problem with him and 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 trainers like him uh, because they spout out stuff about nutrition that they don't really and they don't really know what they're talking about. And I feel like they're doing a, a great disservice because a lot of people listen to him. Um. And, you know, Vinny is a, a very, he's, he's dubbed the world's angriest trainer uh, by, you know, people who follow him and himself. Um, if you listen to his podcast, you can hear it. Just generally, he doesn't sound like a happy guy. He might be. He might just be a persona. But that's not what I'm looking for. And it's not what you should be looking for when you're talking, when you're, you know, looking for dietary help and, and personal training help. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of... Yeah, I don't know if you guys if you guys have listened to him uh, when he's a guest on the Adam Carolla show or on other podcasts that aren't his. But he's always like the first thing he does is he's always like for, the guy's like fifty, and he's always hitting on the female host of the show or the co-host kind of inappropriately. And it's kind of like you know when I'm listening to him, when I'm listening to a nutritionist or a or a um, personal trainer, I'm listening for their advice and tips. And yeah, some some charisma and character and. And, you know, some humor, but it, it gets a little disgusting. Uh, but that aside, um, he might know a lot about exercising, but he 
is so off base when it comes to nutrition. And that's where my my problem lies. Because again, he's doing a big disservice to people. Um, he, to give you a little background, he went to Tulane University on a football scholarship. Um, and from what I could find, trying to research him online, um, has had no formal nutrition training whatsoever. Um, didn't really have, didn't, I didn't see, he didn't seem to have any formal personal training experience, but I don't really think that really matters. When it comes to, to exercising, you know, if you've done it for long enough, you can kind of know what you're doing. And, and again, he went on a football scholarship, so he knows how to exercise. He was a personal trainer for a long time in New Orleans, and then he made his way out to, um, to Hollywood and became, you know, this big celebrity personal trainer. And I'm sure he knows what he's talking about when it comes to exercising. But again, doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to nutrition, hasn't had any formal education that I could find. Um, if anybody knows differently, please let me know. Um, but the main thing that he talks about is losing weight through diet and exercise. But he never talks about health. He never talks about internal health. You know, um, Losing weight is different. You can be anorexic and lose weight. It doesn't mean you're healthy. And the main thing that he talks about is he, he created this thing or he coined this term NSNG. And what it means is no sugar, no grains. And that's his, his go-to when he's talking about diet. Um, is, you know, he says no zero processed sugar, zero grains. He actually has a, um, a t-shirt for sale uh, that says fuck quinoa because it's a grain. <clears throat> um, but you know, quinoa, number one, is extremely protein rich. It has twice as much fiber as most grains. It's super rich in amino acids, and it's actually technically closer to a seed than a grain. Um, I'm not sure why he says fuck quinoa. I'm not sure why he doesn't like quinoa, other than because it's it's snappy and uh, he can kind of you know take a jab at at people who are plant based or or vegan or or whatever. Um, so you know it's a it's a very broad term to say fuck grains, no sugar, no grains. Um, because there are some that are good for you, quinoa being a, a great example. Um, also, he references um, that eating red meat, eggs with the yolk still in it, and as much fish as possible as uh, healthy things to incorporate into your diet. Um, well, number one, red meat. Let's take it. Let's take it point by point. Red meat. Red meat hardens your blood vessels. It's associated with heart disease, uh, cancer, Alzheimer's, other serious diseases. It has been shown to shorten your lifespan. It raises your bad cholesterol levels. Um, the World Health Organization actually classified red meat as what they call group 2A. And what that means is that it's probably carcinogenic to humans. So it's not healthy. These are just broad stroke uh, analysis of, of these points. Um, there's much more things that red meat does. But just off the bat, those things itself... Um, I wouldn't recommend eating red meat to anybody. I think that even people who are <clears throat> who are not very diet savvy or nutrition savvy know that red meat is not the best thing to have. It's not good for you at all. Um, and then he talks about eggs with the yolk. Uh, eggs have been closely associated with increased risks of prostate cancer, strokes, heart attacks. Heart attacks even in people who have low cholesterol to begin with. Um, it may contain carcinogenic retroviruses. Um, it, like I said, it increases the cancer risk. 
It has, it's been shown to have toxic pollutants in it, such as arsenic, um, other flame retardant chemicals and dioxins. Uh, and it's got, it's been known to have salmonella in it. Consuming just one egg per day has been shown to possibly significantly shorten our lifespans. Increase the levels of cancer-promoting growth hormone IGF-1. I've talked about that in previous podcasts. And increase our risk of heart disease, kidney stones, stroke, type 2 diabetes, which is preventable and curable, reversible, um, gestational diabetes, and some, like I said, some types of cancer, pancreatic, breast, and prostate has been closely associated with. So again, not sure why he would recommend um, eggs with the yolk or even eggs in general uh, into your diet. And then he talks about as much fish as possible. Well, well let's talk about fish. Uh, Wild-caught fish, um, there's a lot of pollution that's absorbed into fish. And the bigger the fish is, the more pollution it has because of the, the food chain. You know, um, medium fish eats small fish, big fish eats medium fish, and then gigantic fish eats big fish. So tuna, which is a very, very big fish, has a lot more uh, pollutants in it than, say, a minnow. Um, Again, they're loaded with, with toxins like dioxins, neurotoxins, arsenic, DDT, and, and a whole slew of other ones. Uh, they're also super high in mercury, which is uh, terrible for your brain. And, um, and they're high in cholesterol. Even farmed fish uh, have, have huge amounts of pollutants. Um, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, actually suggests that eating farmed fish no more, uh, suggests eating farmed fish no more than once a month. Um, if at all. Uh, and I know that a lot of people who do eat fish opt for wild caught. However, um, farmed fish is very cheap. It's all, it's all over grocery stores. Some people opt for that just because it's uh, quick and easy and cheap. Um, and farmed fish have about half the amount of nu- uh, nutrients as wild caught fish. Fish in general, while they're, they're wild caught or farmed, are super low in antioxidants. They're high in uh, methionine. Uh, and which is an amino acid that appears to aid in cancer tumor growth and may contribute to um, uh, longevity-related oxidation of the body, which is obviously not good for you. Everybody knows, everybody's heard that antioxidants are great for your body. They, they eliminate free radicals, um, and, and uh, fish has been shown to do the opposite. <clears throat> Fish consumption has been linked to a wide range of conditions, including um, ALS, type 2 diabetes, kidney stones, atrial fibrillation, lower child intelligence, um, smaller infant brain sizes, um, shortened telomeres, Google that, it's a whole whole thing, lower sperm counts in men, obviously, but I want to reiterate that if you are hoping to have a family or trying for a family. Um, fish has been loan, has been shown to lower sperm count, lower testosterone. Men, again, even women, low testosterone can affect you. Um, it can increase symptoms of depression, anxiety, and stress, and it can um, bring on earlier puberty, which, uh, since you're messing with your hormones, can be uh, a a um, a uh, precursor to certain types of cancers. So, all that fish, eggs, and red meat. Um, I'm not sure why he would recommend increasing, increasing your consumption of those as part of a healthy diet. <clears throat> he, he talks about, quote, when it comes to protein, fat, and carbs from fruit and veggies, our bodies know what to do, using them, respectively, for rebuilding cells and for providing long-term and short-term energy. 
But then he talks about eating whole fat and bacon, whole fat dairy and bacon. So let me, let me reiterate that. When it comes to protein, these are his words, when it comes to protein, fat and carbs from fruit and veggies, our bodies know what to do using them respectively for building cells and providing long-term and short-term energy. So I'm, I'm not sure. He's, he, in that sense, he's saying that, that uh, a plant-based diet essentially has you know, plenty of protein, fats, and carbs that our body knows how to properly, properly utilize uh, to keep us healthy. So why would you recommend the opposite? You know, whole fat, dairy, and bacon. In one of his podcasts, um, Vinny actually talks about how he sheds a tear thinking about vegans because he just loves eating meat and cheese so much. But, I mean, should we all just eat what we love all the time? You know, assuming you're not, assuming you haven't been on a plant-based diet for a long time, and I'm assuming if you've listened to this podcast, you probably haven't, um, you know, when you when you are in the groove of a plant-based diet, you love what you eat. You love eating all the all the healthy, delicious plants that um, you know carnivores and and omnivores find boring. But um, if you if you go out and you know you know that you should be eating more more vegetables, and you go out and have a gigantic bacon cheeseburger, and you know that's you know bad for you, um, but you love it. In Vinny's words, why would you not just do that all the time? This is coming from somebody who gives nutritional advice. So it's it's just it's an immature way to talk. Um, and again, this is my problem. He should be solely talking about exercising, not talking about diet. <clears throat> he also remarks on how some people feel better not eating dairy. Um, it's not just some people. It's all people. All people feel better when they're not eating dairy. Talk to anybody who has re- greatly reduced their dairy intake or has eliminated eating dairy. Um, and I will give you a free consultation if you can find me one person who legitimately thinks that they feel better um, or the same eating dairy versus not eating dairy. It's just, it's preposterous. There's no way. Um, so... Vinny talks about, you know, he's talking about dairy a bit and he's talking about how you can take a blood test to see how much dairy affects you. And the key word is how much dairy affects you. So dairy affects you, but let's just see how much. Or you can skip the blood test and just not eat dairy. That's like saying you, you can take a blood test to see how much arsenic affects you. Or you could just not consume arsenic. Um, you can take a blood test to see how much asbestos affects you. Or you can just remove all the asbestos from your home. You know, what's the healthiest option? Uh, let's not half-ass it. Let's go for gold here. <clears throat> and I'm doing my best to stay zen because uh, if you, again, if you've heard the podcast, me talking about Vinny, um, you know that he really gets me heated. Um, so, he, you know, he's talking about dairy and he's talking about how dairy can cause, can cause inflammation just like gluten. Um, It's not that it can cause inflammation. It 100% does cause inflammation um, of the body. So, again, you can take a blood test and see how much your inflammation has gone up, or you could remove the dairy and not have inflammation. I I just don't, maybe it's just me, I just don't understand why somebody wouldn't, you know, just cut out the middleman and not do something that is going to 
negatively affect your body. You know, that's like saying, uh, you know, have a cigarette here and there. Well, we all know cigarettes are bad for you. If you want to have a cigarette, go for it. But let's not pretend that it's good for you. And it's not, you know, it's not terrible for you. Um, so he's talking about, you know, how dairy has sugar in it and especially milk. So why would he recommend it? If he's if his whole thing is no sugar, no grain, why is he recommending dairy if dairy has sugar in it? It might not be added sugar. It might be if you're having, you know, chocolate milk, uh, which to be fair, Vinny, you know, thinks chocolate milk is, is terrible for you. Um, but why would you, out of all the, the terrible things that dairy does to you, on top of it, it's got, sugar, you know, sugar in it, which he talks about how you should, re, you know, limit the amount of sugar, most sugar as possible. Why would you recommend this? It's just, it's so hypocrit- hypocritical. Um, his his uh, co-host, her name is Anna, and I guess she has uh, some sort of audio, autoimmune issue and how dairy... She did talk about how dairy really affects her negatively. Um, so doesn't that just prove that dairy wreaks havoc on the immune system? And that, you know, Anna's a perfect example. She has an autoimmune issue. So dairy is, is you know, exemplified. It, it, her autoimmune issue exemplifies how dairy affects you. Because it affects her even more. It's, it's much more present and it's much more visible in her because she has this issue. But it's a perfect way to see how it affects our immune system, our autoimmune system. So if it's affecting everybody and she's an extreme case of it, why recommend it? Does that make sense? I hope it does. If it doesn't, please please reach out and let me know. So he's talking about you know what type of fats are, are great to incorporate into your diet. He's talking about how you should be eating grass-fed butter and heavy whipping cream. That should all that that's heavy whipping cream into your coffee. Um, you know, consuming lard and tallow, which is rendered fat, um, bacon grease, ghee, full-fat dairy. Um, I mean, butter alone has been shown to link to constrict your arteries, um, to generate the epithelial lining of the stomach, and might. Might I want to you know hash or put an asterisk there? Might increase LDL cholesterol. The jury's still out on that. I've talked about that before. I go back and forth, um, and since you know it's not hundred percent clear, just stay away from it. But you know that's just butter itself. Um, studies have shown that animals store environmental toxins in their fat. All these things that he's recommend eating: grass-fed butter, grass-fed butter, heavy whipping cream, lard, tallow, bacon, grease bacon grease, ghee, and full-fat dairy um, all come from the fat of animals. Um, and studies have shown that animals store toxins in their fat. So you're eating those toxins. Um, dairy alone has trace amounts of blood and pus in it. I don't care where you get your cheese from, if it's you know the best cheese maven in all the land, or if you're getting it at the store or whatever, or you're getting you know, the best milk, farm fresh, it still has blood and pus in it, a certain amount. Every time you eat dairy, you are consuming a certain percentage of blood and pus. And the FDA allows a certain percentage, just the way they do it. Um, Animal protein, which is in, you you can't, it's really hard to consume animal fat without um, consuming some animal protein. It's associated with 
a, a myriad of negative diseases and disorders. Not only that, but it makes you feel sluggish and it disrupts the, the digestive system. And the vast majority of your immune system is in your gut. Good health, good gut health um, reduces the, the likelihood of disease and disorder, even the common cold. So it just doesn't make sense to me what he's recommending. Not only that, he's recommending bacon grease, right? So in order to get bacon grease, you got to cook bacon, and he recommends eating bacon. Um, last year, I believe it was, bacon was classified by the World Health Organization as a carcinogen, meaning that it most likely will give you cancer. If you live long enough and you eat bacon, it will give you cancer. Again, that's like telling somebody that it's a good idea to incorporate cigarettes into your diet, isn't it? Cigarettes are carcinogen. You smoke cigarettes long enough, you're probably going to develop cancer. So why is it okay to eat bacon and not smoke cigarettes? If you're going to, if you're going to recommend eating bacon for health, you should be recommending smoking cigarettes. Um, he goes on to recommend um, for snacks, hard-boiled eggs, beef jerky, full-fat cheese, deviled eggs, pepperoni slices, um, smoked salmon and full-fat cream cheese, coffee with heavy whipping creamer or grass-fed butter. Again, I don't need to go back over the eggs again. Um, beef jerky is is just this processed, dried out, just beef high in sodium, high in preservatives. All that's going into your body. Not good for you. Um, full fat cheese, I already covered. Deviled eggs, I've already covered. Pepperoni slices. Pepperoni's got to be processed meat. Again, there are preservatives in it. There's a ton of salt in it. Again, And it's red meat. So why is that good for you? Smoked salmon, I've already talked about fish. I already talked about heavy whipping cream and grass-fed butter and full-fat dairy. This is just bananas that he's recommending to eat this shit. Um, he talks about briefly about protein powders, um, and and these are I kind of want to you know wrap it up here because I hope I've, I've painted a good picture of, of what he's what he's recommending and, and the type of nutritional advice that he re- he recommends. So he. He talks about how you know he doesn't really care a whole lot about protein powders, um, but the, one of the few protein powders that he likes is just plain whey with nothing added. Just plain whey, whey protein powder. Um, whey is derived from cow's milk. It's a protein derived from cow's milk. Um, and based on evidence, based on research done by a slew of organizations, one being the Mayo Clinic, um, whey protein can cause abnormal heart rhythms, changes in cholesterol levels, headache, increased diabetes risk, increased fracture or osteoporosis risk, um, especially in older people, kidney dysfunction, liver damage, stomach or intestinal symptoms uh, such as acid reflux, bloating, constipation, cramps, gas, increased bowel movements, um, movement problems, talking about uh, things getting hung up in your intestines and colon, nausea, reduced appetite, swelling of the limbs and upset stomach, uh, and extreme thirst. Uh, whey protein has also been shown to lower blood sugar levels. So again, why is this good? Why is, why is whey protein something that he'd recommend? Why, why is something derived from you know cow's milk something that he would recommend? It doesn't make any sense. I've never heard anybody talk about all these types of of uh, disorders and, and side effects and problems associated with um, pure plant protein from, from eating some hemp seed in a, in a green smoothie. 
that gives you plenty of protein, energy, and is good for you and doesn't give you liver damage, doesn't give you constipation. It's the exact opposite, in fact. doesn't increase your diabetes risk. You know, there are ways to go about eating properly and, and being healthy and getting ripped if you want to and or toning up if, if you want to by eating a purely plant-based diet without e- eating all this stuff that, that yeah, it might be okay here and there, but why risk it? And how weird is it in general just to, you know, eat and drink another species f- baby food? You know, if you if you boil it down, that's what milk is, right? Whether it comes from a cow or a goat or whatever, um, why why is that normal? Would you drink, you know, dog milk? It doesn't make any sense to me. There's a reason that that we stop nursing eventually, right? There's a reason that if you're listening to this podcast, I assume that you're not an infant still nursing. So all of you have stopped drinking your mother's milk if you're breastfed. So why are you drinking another animal's mother's milk? I, I don't. I just don't get it. You know, and it's it's kind of time to wake up. It took me a while to wake up. I was 27 before I I made the switch and 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 really sat down and thought about it. But but give me an argument for it. It's not healthy for you. It's weird. And that's just the 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 health effects. Not to get into you know the the animal cruelty and stuff because that's not what this podcast is about, but. Make it make an argument for it. It doesn't make any sense, and I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but the dairy industry has really re- ramped up their advertising on TV uh, because I think that people are starting to get hip to it. Um, you know, we're just we're just, we're not meant to to eat this kind of stuff, and our bodies react negatively to it. Our bot when you're when you eat a lot of cheese and you get sweaty and crampy and you get the shits and you know all these diseases developed because of it your body's telling you something it's not this is not what you were supposed to be eating Vinny's nutrition tips are extremely harmful in the long run and I'm sure he again I'm sure he knows what he's talking about when it comes to exercise and training he, he's he looks very fit uh, I'm sure you know in the gym he can run you through a hell of a workout but he doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to nutrition He's simply doing people long-term harm. And it's not just Vinny. Vinny's an example. There are a lot of trainers. You go to the gym, you you all hear personal trainers talk about whey protein or eating burgers for their protein content. And they're doing a disservice because they're not trained in nutrition. And they haven't lived on both sides of the fence. I've done it. I was a gigantic meat eater. I was the biggest meat and dairy eater you knew. So if I can make the change and go through all the training that I've gone through and done all the research that I've gone through and know what I'm talking about, then you can too. Not so bad. It's not so scary. If you've seen a picture of me on my Instagram or my Twitter or my Facebook, at Mainly Plants, you know I'm not a small dude. I'm not a little scrawny weakling. I'm 6'2", 200 pounds and muscular. You can do it. You can be healthy. You can be happy. You can stop eating, you know, because you have a terrible craving for cheesecake or a burger. And you can start eating because of what you're getting out for it, out of it and how great it makes your body feel. All right. I'm going to wrap it up because we're over the half an hour mark. 
Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, please reach out to me. Um, again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all those places um, if you don't already. Pass the podcast along to a friend. If you know somebody who likes to listen to podcasts, even if they're not interested in the diet, um, go ahead and do it. Rate me on iTunes. Could use some ratings on there. Oh, and uh, the Amazon link. Uh, please go through uh, the website, mainlyplants.com. Uh, you'll see an Amazon link in the top left corner. Just It's a little click-through. You can bookmark it. Uh, do your Amazon shopping. Kicks me back a little bit. Uh, and what I get, I just put right back into being able to give you the podcast for free. Um, I also have a recommended products page on my website. There's a, a few products on there um, that people constantly ask me about. So I thought I would, I would show um, what I would recommend in those areas. And until next week, go eat a salad.